you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz. Today, we are bringing you another West Virginia football offseason update, and this episode is titled, Meet the Assistants. That's right. Just this past Monday on February the 18th, Neil Brown finally detailed the staff assignments for the West Virginia assistant coaching staff. As we had mentioned on previous podcasts, as we announced each hire, they had been titled as offensive assistant or defensive assistant with title to be named later. And on Monday, those titles uh, came to fruition and we found out what each of these um, coaches' jobs will be and what position they will hold within the coaching staff as well as their recruiting areas, uh, contract details, and things like that. Um, great piece up on almostheavenathletics.com if you want to find out all of that information. But we're going to get into a little bit of who each assistant is here in a little bit and uh, what their job will be, what Coach Brown had to say about their hiring and his presser detailing all the um, staff assignments as well as listen to a uh, quote or two from an interview with each of these assistant coaches. But before we get into that, let's talk about some West Virginia football news. Not too much going on on the news front, really. Um, still three spots remain in that recruiting class, as we previously discussed on our signing day recap show. I know I um, mentioned that West Virginia would probably look for receiver and in the trenches for those three spots, offensive and defensive line, both if they could. Um, I mentioned a receiver to keep an eye on was Jawan Johnson, the Penn State grad transfer, and um, no need to keep an eye on him any longer. He had expressed interest in Oregon and West Virginia had visited Morgantown, but he has chosen Oregon. He will play for the Oregon Ducks next season, immediately eligible, so scratch him off the list, but don't be surprised if West Virginia still tries to go after another uh, wide receiver that can play uh, right away and contribute either a Juco guy or possibly some other grad transfer, but it won't be Juwan Johnson as he has um, chosen the Oregon instead of West Virginia. But nonetheless, still three spots remain for West Virginia in the recruiting class. Uh, look for them to fill those out on the offensive line, on the defensive line, and a wide receiver would be my three predictions for those spots. But other than that, not too much going on on the news front other than the announcement of the uh, coaches and their positions. So uh, with no further ado, let's get right into that. All right, let's uh, start off at the top, you know, because I've never heard anyone say offense wins championships. So let's start with the defense at the top with defensive coordinator Vic Koning. Now, uh, this one's a little interesting because when Vic was previously announced, his hiring was actually announced um, during Neil Brown's introductory press conference. He said Vic Koning would be coming. University announced that either the next day or later that day. Can't remember the exact timeline. But when they announced that hiring, they announced him as defensive coordinator and safeties coach. But as it turns out, as we'll get further in these staff assignments, you'll see um, that safeties coach title is actually off uh, for him now. He's just going to be defensive coordinator only. So, um that's going to be Vic Koning's position. 
Um, as I mentioned, if you want to know more about his coaching career, his bio, and uh, his recruiting areas, contract details, check out that article on almostheavenathletics.com. I believe it's uh, titled Neil Brown Details, W Football Coaching Staff. Um, great piece there. I wrote for uh, Almost Heaven Athletics. Uh, gives you a lot of information. We're just going to kind of briefly go over what the uh, – a little bit about the coach and um, what Coach Brown had to say about them. And then we'll hear a little quote uh, from each coach, starting with Vic Coning. Um, you know, Vic, as we previously mentioned when uh, his hiring was reported, he's been a lot of different places throughout the years. Uh, he was at Wyoming briefly as defensive coordinator and head coach. Troy as defensive coordinator. Clemson as defensive coordinator. Kansas State, so he has Big 12 experience. Illinois also was inter- interim head coach at Illinois. Uh, UNC, and then, of course, most recently was at Troy with Neil Brown. But, um, He's really got a uh, lot of experience as a defensive coordinator, many, many years of experience, has done great, has led top 10 defenses, um, really great defenses at Troy these past couple years under his tutelage. So I'm really excited about Vic Coning and what he's bringing to the table for West Virginia as their defensive coordinator. So um, as I said, we're going to hear what Coach Brown had to say. I'll read you his quote from uh, his press conference introducing these assistants, and then we'll hear a quote from uh, Vic himself from an interview with him uh, during Monday when they were um, announced of their positions and their staff assignments. So uh, uh, regarding Vic Coning, Coach Neil Brown had to say, Vic has coached in many different conferences, including the Big 12, Big 10, ACC, and Sunbelt. He has been a head coach at the collegiate level, and I'm excited to bring his coaching experience to West Virginia. Throughout his career, Vic's defenses are nationally known for their tenacity and ability to force turnovers, making them very opportunistic units. He is no stranger to Big 12 football and will be a great leader for our unit. So, uh, as you can see, there high praise from Coach Neil Brown, as um, I think many people are very excited about Vic Coning, myself included, and, um, you know, Vic's met with the media previously, but a uh, little bit of a, a couple quotes from his uh, interview on Monday. Um, Let's hear what Vic had to say um, in regards to uh, the West Virginia defense and uh, some of the training of the players going forward. So we're, we're just going to try to make it to where offenses don't really know what we're doing without confusing ourselves. And if we can, if we can go in and out of a few different things where we don't get confused, but then uh, they, they can't hang their hat on what we're doing, uh, then we'll probably give our guys the best chance to be successful. Well, I think they, they have a want to somewhat. I think there's a lot of things. Of course, I have to be careful the way I phrase this. There's a lot of things we have to teach them. Um, there's a lot, a lot of parenting is going to have to go on. Uh, some guys respond better to tough love, and some of them respond better to, to straight-up hugs and arms around the neck and finding a way to get them to be successful. Everybody's different. Uh, we, we, we're learning the players every day as much as we can. Uh, it's, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, there's, there's some depth issues in certain positions. There's some guys are going to have to step up. Some of the guys that didn't play much last year, that's, we're going to have to develop them into players. And then the other part of it is we, we have to get, get them to have confidence. If, if you don't believe that you can do something, you're not going to do it. So there's, I'm not saying they're mind games, but we have to convince them through repetition, through development. Uh, success breeds success, just like failure breeds failure. So we have to 
get them to start being successful in all parts of their life so that they'll be more confident when, when they're on the field. So as you can see, or as you can hear, rather, I guess not see, but uh, as you hear, you know, Vic uh, is talking at the beginning about uh, blitzing. He said, you know, that they would like to blitz every play, but more so than not, I think he wants to disguise what they're doing and um, make it confusing for offenses to where they can't, you know, figure out what our defense will be doing while also keeping it simple enough that they're not confusing themselves when it comes to um, assignments. And then the next remark is what I thought was really interesting from uh, Vic Coning when he said that there's a lot of things they have to teach them and they're going to have to develop the players and stuff. I don't think that was necessarily a shot at the previous staff, more so as um, just saying that they do things differently and, you know, things are going to be different with them than it was under the previous regime. And, you know, that you got to – he just talks about, you know, instilling confidence in the players and, you know, because if they think they can do something, they have a way better chance of actually accomplishing it for you and, you know, doing what uh, you need them to do. So I really like what I'm hearing from a lot of these coaches. And I think, um, you know, that those quotes from uh, Vic Coning uh, loom large, and I really like what he has to say about instilling confidence in the players, as well as a little bit brief um, detail of the scheme slightly. So that's good to hear. Let's move on to another defensive assistant, another guy coming from Troy, and this will be Jordan Leslie. And Jordan Leslie was announced as going to be West Virginia's defensive line coach. Um, you know, Jordan Leslie, as we previously talked about on um, – a podcast when we mentioned you know him when his hiring was announced he was at Troy last year with Neil Brown has been there since 2016 coaching defensive tackles and defensive line and then people may also know him from last chance you EMCC the first two seasons of the show the series last chance you on Netflix he was the team's defensive coordinator they won a couple national titles while he was there as the defensive coordinator so um, you know he's got a great experience running defense on his own right and has coached the defensive lines for many years as well so um, bringing a lot of different things to the table as a defensive line coach and a lot of experience as well and then you know keeps that continuity with Neil Brown coming over from Troy also himself so as far as Jordan Leslie, um, let's hear, well, let me read rather Coach Brown's quote on Jordan Leslie, then we'll hear um, some thoughts from Jordan Leslie himself from his interview on uh, February 18th. So, um, Coach Brown says, I'm excited that Jordan has decided to come to West Virginia and join the Mountaineer football family. He brings years of outstanding experience as a defensive coach here to West Virginia and was a valuable member of Vic Coning's staff at Troy, helping us achieve a lot of success. I'm looking forward to him and his family joining us here. So, um, as you can see, like I said, that continuity uh, that they've experienced at Troy looms large. They know uh, know each other well, and, and Jordan Leslie helped that defense um, have a lot of success. As I mentioned, that Troy defense is very successful the past couple of years, so... Having heard, uh, heard what uh, Neil Brown had to say, let's hear from the man himself, West Virginia's new defensive line coach, Jordan Leslie. You know, every, every time you go out on that field, that's that's your resume. You know, and every time you're on TV, that's that's your resume. And so I, I, the reception's been great. You know, the coaches I've talked to, the kids I've talked to that I would have never had an opportunity to talk to without coming up here, um, it's, it's just been really good. Vic has talked about how, you know, he doesn't have a defense. He can run a 4-3, a 3-4, a 4-2-5. When do you guys start to figure out what you can do? And can, can you figure this out in spring? Or is it going to take fall, too? Uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll, I think we'll get it figured out in spring. Um, you know, I, I, we have what we want to do, and, and I think any coach does. And then you have what you can do. And so I think, um, and a lot of it, 
you know, during our workouts this offseason, you, you, you do the right things and you notice a couple things about certain guys. It kind of gives you an idea before you ever put pads on what you can and can't do, what, what's going to allow these. Because anytime, you know, our deal is make sure we put our guys in a position to be successful. And the worst thing you can do is ask them to do something that they can't do because it works on the board. So, you know, we're, we're really, really multiple, but at the same time, pretty simple. And, and I know that probably doesn't make sense saying it, but um, you had, you know, those are things you find out in off season leading up to spring. And, and I think, I think we'll, we'll have a, a good beat on that. So as you can hear from uh, the quotes there from Jordan Leslie, you know, he really, you know, just believes in, you know, a lot of the same things that Vic Coning was, um, you know, touching on there as well. And that's just um, that the kids have to have an opportunity coming up, you know, and, you know, they, every time they go on the field, that's that's their resume. And, you know, he's not only referencing the kids there, but he's referencing them, the coaches as well. You know, what the product they put on the field, that that is their resume. You know, every time they're on TV, that is their resume. That's the team's resume. That's that's the player's resume. And then, you know, um, after that, he talks about, you know, figuring out what what the team's going to do schematically um, and what the defensive line is going to do schematically. He said, you know, that he thinks that they will figure it out in in the spring and you know you got to you got what you want to do but you have to have to do what your players can do so i think that really speaks a lot to what um these coaches are, are intending to do you know you'll hear that both on the offensive and defensive side they're going to figure out the scheme not based on just you know trying to fit a square peg into a round hole as the old saying goes but they're going to do what is tailored to fit these players what scheme they feel can fit these players and that's offensively and defensively so you know going forward that that gives you a lot of hope of uh, what they're going to do and you know they just like the one thing that uh jordan leslie said that stuck out to me was they just want to put guys in a position to be successful and you know he uh he mentions later on in that interview i didn't get the uh quote on there for you guys to hear but um that they're going to be using you know different technique on the defensive line so they're going to really have to train a lot of these defensive linemen um you know there was a lot of two gap stuff under uh, the previous regime and now they're going to do a lot of one gap stuff and um you know they're not going to have a lot of depth on the defensive line as i said look for them to add some of that with one of them three spots they probably add another guy or so that hopefully can come in and contribute but i'm um, going to be some changes there schematically within the defensive line but having said that i like what i'm hearing from jordan leslie and i think that he's going to do great as west virginia's um, new defensive line coach so let's move on to another defensive on the um another assistant on the defensive side rather and uh, let's talk about another guy coming from troy and that's al pogue now al pogue when he came over from troy a lot of people were expecting him to be west virginia's cornerbacks coach and rightfully so that's what he's done there at troy the past um couple of years um you know he's from alabama knows a lot about um about the state of alabama in, in his interview i don't have the quote on there for you guys to hear but he actually says that he knew uh tj simmons previously he knows tj um from uh, being in Alabama and having history in Alabama. So, you know, he's going to recruit Alabama for West Virginia, of course, with some other areas. But, um, you know, knowing having knowledge of that state's well and then also having knowledge with a player that West Virginia already has is, is great. But, you know, he was Troy's cornerbacks coach for the past four seasons, I believe. But so a lot of people assume that's what he'd be doing in West Virginia. But um, actually not the case. Al Pogue will be West Virginia's outside linebackers coach. And that will be the wheel position and the spear position in West Virginia's new defensive scheme. So um, 
you know, Al Pogue, um, really uh, a guy that a lot of people sing his praises, and it really he's known as an excellent recruiter. He got a few, uh, quite a few high-profile pro- guys to come uh, play at Troy when he was there. So, you know, um, not only is he going to contribute uh, great to the coaching the outside linebackers, but I think he'll be able to contribute great in helping uh, the recruiting aspect of coaching as well. So Al Pogue is West Virginia's new outside linebackers coach, and let's um, – let me read the quote to you from Neil Brown about what he had to say about Al Pogue. Coach Brown says, Al was a valuable member of our defensive staff during our time at Troy, and I'm excited that he and his family will be a part of Mountaineer football. Our defensive goals are to force interceptions and get takeaways. At Troy, his players were opportunistic and helped us achieve our goals there. So, um, you know, um, coaching the outside linebackers is going to give him a, a opportunity to, to not only have some guys blitzing off the edge, but also have some guys in coverage. And um, he talks a little bit about that in this interview. And let's hear a couple quotes from uh, new West Virginia outside linebackers coach Al Pogue now. Outside linebackers, man. Excited about the opportunity. Um, great group of kids. Excited. You know, they've been really receptive. You know, uh, sometimes change is hard, but these guys have been awesome. I'm excited about it. Being able to specialize versus having to coach the inside side and the outside guys. I mean, I guess you get more of an edge rush, you get some more coverage, mm-hmm. things in the flat. What, what is it about specializing with that position? Well, you know, that, that position, we actually got to do a lot of things. Like you said, he has to uh, help fit the run, you know, blitz occasionally. And then, you know, the, the coverage aspect of it, we actually play a little bit more man coverage. So we think uh, we want to specialize a little bit in it because of this league, you know, they throw it around a little bit more. So, um, you know, Hopefully our guys be able to, you know, I can teach them the technique to, to offset some of that stuff. So as you can hear there from uh, Coach Pogue, he uh, references the position, you know, specifically of outside linebackers that he's excited to be here. And, you know, as I said, he, he says they're going to blitz occasionally. But he says, you know, in, he, he talks a little bit about the scheme and gives us a little preview of the scheme here because he says, you know, those guys are going to be in man coverage mainly. And so that he wants to be able to um, – specialize those outside linebackers in that man coverage, especially being the Big 12 where they throw it around a lot. So he said he wants to teach those outside linebackers some technique to offset some of the passing offenses in the Big 12. So that really um, sounds great and sounds like an excellent plan um, for Alpogue and for the defense as well that they're really, you know, they're not going into this blind and thinking they're going to shut these offenses down, but they know these offenses are going to spread them out and they're trying to develop a plan to slow these offenses and you know Al Pogue having coached corners previously should be able to get the outside linebackers into some good coverage techniques especially man so I like the decision of having a former cornerbacks coach coaching your outside linebackers in a league like the Big 12 I think that's a great move and I'm really excited for Al Pogue and you know I think that um, it's going to pay dividends having a guy that coached corners um, coach outside linebackers in in a pass happy league like the Big 12 so that's excellent. Um, from there, let's talk about the other linebackers coach that West Virginia hired, and that is Blake Blake Siler, rather. Um, wanted to call him Sealer, but I believe it's pronounced Siler. And that is the gentleman that comes over from Kansas State, where he had been for the past decade. I believe we had uh, previously discussed that um, he was the uh, next to last, or no, second from last hire West Virginia made, um, the last on the defensive side, and... Um, He's going to be coaching West Virginia's inside linebackers, which in this scheme will be the bandit position and the Mike position, bandit backer and the Mike backer. Um, you know, uh, Blake Siler 
has good experience himself. As I said, you know, he'd been at Kansas State the past 10 years and then, of course, was their defensive coordinator last year, actually, and did a phenomenal job um, there as they were top three in the league, I think, in most categories. So, um, you know, you can't say enough about what he did there at Kansas State. So let's hear um, the quote from uh, Coach Neil Brown in regards to the hiring of Blake Siler. Coach Brown says, I'm excited to add Blake Siler to the coaching staff at West Virginia. He has an outstanding reputation as a tireless recruiter and has experience in developing players. He has a familiarity with the Big 12 and having already worked with Vic Coding early in his time at Kansas State should help with the transition here. I look forward to Blake and his family joining the Mountaineer football family. So, as you can hear, Coach Siler, you know, Big 12 um, Experience loomed large as well as having a brief history with Vic Coning when Vic Coning was a defensive coordinator at Kansas State. That was actually Siler's first year there. And so, you know, um, good thing. And you'll hear a little bit about what attracted um, Blake Siler to the job at West Virginia here as we listen to a quote from an interview with Blake Siler, West Virginia's new inside linebackers coach. Without a doubt, that blue-collar mentality, um, that's what I've been used to under Coach Snyder at Kansas State. That's always been our edge, and, and I know the same thing about Morgantown and, and WVU. It's, a, it's the same mentality. I'm excited about it. As far as it, my position group, I can tell that they're a bunch of blue-collar, tough, hard-nosed, uh, working guys. And to me, if you have that, then you can do a lot of things. And so to me, the foundation's in place, and now we just have to work on you know, scheme-wise, fundamentals, techniques, and all of the above, but the foundation is in place. So as you can hear there from Coach Siler, uh, he references that blue-collar mentality at West Virginia a couple times, and I think that that's um, really good to hear. That's something that I think you know people have felt has lacked a lot for West Virginia overall as a team is that kind of blue-collar, hard-nosed thing that's West, that's kind of been West Virginia's forte, you know, the past 20, 30 years. And so to hear not only Siler but uh, multiple other coaches reference that as well I think is good and I think that getting Siler just to be the position coach was a steal for West Virginia considering that he was a defensive coordinator the past two seasons at Kansas State and you know wasn't a bad one at that and so I think that he's a he's a young guy experienced within the league and um, loves the uh, love the fact that he references the blue collar mentality and the hard nosedness and, and you know references that in regards to West Virginia and he knows that you know West Virginia is known for that and that's kind of what drew him here so I think that speaks volumes about uh, Blake Siler and his personality and um, what he can do with these inside linebackers going forward. So excited about the hiring of Blake Siler as well. And then um, lastly, let's talk about um, the defensive assistant I think everyone is probably familiar with, and that is Jamile Adai. And yes, I said Jamile and not Jamal. Um, he's actually referenced this since he's been hired here in a couple of interviews. Um, his name has been pronounced uh, wrong basically his whole life. He said, you know, he used to correct people, but he said it just got to the point where, you know, he was tired of correcting people. So the whole time he was at West Virginia announcers, everyone, you know, was Jamal Adai. But, you know, he's uh, pointed out since coming back, it's actually pronounced Jamile. So Jamile Adai. And Jamile Adai will serve as West Virginia's secondary coach. I mentioned, you know, when Vic Koning's hiring was announced, he was going to be safeties coach and defensive coordinator. But Jamila Dye is going to coach the entire secondary for West Virginia. That's cornerbacks and safeties. So I'm sure that this is a man that needs no introduction. Played at West Virginia from 2001 to 2005. Team captain, two-year starter. Has been in the coaching ranks um, 
as a full-time assistant since 2010, was at Cincinnati, Arizona, and then most recently Minnesota coaching defensive backs last year as well. And so it's great to have a, um alumni of West Virginia back to coach, and I think you'll hear that uh, Jamal Adai shares those thoughts as well when we get to hear some quotes from his interview. But let's hear what Coach Brown had to say about the hiring of Jamal Adai. Coach Brown says, It's great to have a former Mountaineer join our coaching staff. Jamile certainly made his mark here as an all-Big East performer, and I know he's excited to return. He has strong coaching experience behind him at several stops since he was last in Morgantown, but the gold-flying WV on his shirt looks the best on him. He was a part of what helped make this place so special, and it was time for him to return to his alma mater. So uh, great praise there from Coach Brown. I love that he references, um, you know, the West Virginia legacy of Jamile Adai. And um, let's hear from the man himself, the former Mountaineer safety now, Jamile Adai, the Mountaineers' new secondary coach. Yeah, I knew I'd get back here. Uh, they say there's power in the tongue and you got to speak it into, into existence. Um, for me, I knew it was a, a dream of mine to come back home and be able to coach ball. Um, this isn't a job for me. This is a brotherhood. It's a fraternity. It's... It's, it's family. I did have a good situation where I was at, um, at Minnesota, and, and, you know, it wasn't, you know, just coming back home that brought me back, but also the fact that I'd be working for a guy um, that has upward mobility that I feel like is going upwards within the profession, um, that, that stands for the things that I stand for as a coach, um, and that really understands what it takes to win. Obviously, he's won um, quite a few ball games at, at at a lower level and beat some really, really good talent. He's done a lot with a little, and uh, and that said a lot, along with just being a great family man, it, it was a good fit for me. So as you can hear there, uh, I think it really means a lot to Jamile Adai to come back to West Virginia, a place he always, you know, said he hoped he would end up back um, at as a coach and, you know, end up back here because it's, it's home to him. You know, he, see, he references family a couple of times there in those couple of quotes. And then, you know, something else that really sticks out is just how he, he – likes Neil Brown not only as a coach because you know he says he's done a lot with a little he's on his way up in the coaching staff trending upwards but he said that he you know referenced what he stands for as a person you know family man and you know all of that and I think that's one thing you always hear a lot about coach Neil Brown and it's great that um, Jamila Dye respects that as well and it, and the fact that he's really excited to come back to West Virginia also is, is just awesome and I think that he's going to do a great job coaching up West Virginia's secondary. You know, he did a good job coaching Minnesota's defensive backs last year, and then um, I think he's going to do a great job here in Morgantown. We've saw what he could do as a player, so, you know, if he can incorporate those um, same tendencies to uh, the West Virginia players now, I think they'll be in great shape, safeties and corners alike. And so you can't say enough about Jamile Dye getting to come back to Morgantown to uh, be a Mountaineer coach this time rather than a player. And so having said that, let's flip over and talk about the offensive assistants. So let's start at the top. Um, West Virginia is going to have co-offensive coordinators, actually, despite the fact that head coach Neil Brown will be calling the plays, as we've uh, said previously. But one of the co-offensive coordinators will be Matt Moore, and Matt Moore will serve as West Virginia's co-offensive coordinator as well as their offensive line coach. Also comes from Troy, where he'd been with Neil Brown, um, this guy's regarded as one of the better offensive line coaches in the entire country, actually. Um, you know, he's been with Neil Brown uh, for quite some time. 
Um, as you'll hear him reference, he's a guy that uh, considers himself blue-collar, and he brings up that blue-collar mentality that we've heard some other coaches reference as well. But um, I'm really excited about Matt Moore. I think West Virginia's offensive line play has kind of been lacking since they lost Ron Crook a few years ago, and um, I think they're going to get back to that physical style of play, and I think we may be in for one of the better offensive lines that West Virginia's had in recent years under Matt Moore's tutelage. So Matt Moore, co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Um, Neil Brown, um, what he has to say about Matt Moore is this. Coach Brown says, Matt and I have been together through a lot of football games, and we have developed great chemistry. His offensive linemen are strong and physical, and he has developed some great talent through the years. I look forward to Matt joining us at WVU and getting to work with our offensive line. So, Great praise there from Coach Brown. As and it, yet again, it's that it's that continuity, you know, that um they've had. You know, a lot of these guys are from Troy, and the ones that aren't have experience in the Big 12 or experience at West Virginia actually, you know, have been here previously. So I think that really put together a great staff here. A lot of young guys, a lot of high energy guys, a lot of good recruiters, and Matt Moore uh, plays right into that continuity aspect of that. And, you know, he was Troy's offensive coordinator and offensive line coach since 2015. So, um, you know, stepping into a role he's very familiar with working with Neil Brown in here at West Virginia as he's going to take over as our co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. So, um, Having said that, let's hear from the man himself, Matt Moore, West Virginia's offensive line coach. You know, everybody here, we're, we're really just, you know, we're really what West Virginia's about. We're blue-collar guys, you know. I was a Division II player, uh, you know, and it's just, that, that's the kind of guys that, that we got here. I was a walk-on, Coach Brown was a walk-on. We're, we're blue-collar people. I think we fit really well here. And I, I played for played for Howe Mummy at Valdosta State, and there was a lot of innovation there when it came to offense because we were the first ones in that conference where everybody's like, man, they're throwing around everywhere. So I really learned a lot about football and about offensive line play and protection, you know, playing in that system and then coaching in it for several years. But yeah, there's there's definitely you you know when you're only given so much and you got to do something with it, you got to figure out how to make things last a little longer and make things a little better. And it goes back to developing players. So as you can hear there from Coach Moore. Um, as I said, he references, you know, that blue-collar mentality that he himself has and he feels a lot of the other coaches has that he feels really makes them fit well at West Virginia, you know. And then he goes on in, in the next quote that you heard there, uh, referencing how Mummy, you know, known as kind of the father of the air raid, that he played for him. And, you know, he's talking about innovation because sometimes when you don't get the big-time recruits, you have to be innovative. And you know, he, he really just references that even more so than innovation maybe, that it goes back to developing players, how you develop players. You know, in that interview, we also, uh, a part you didn't get to hear was he references how um, they graded the 2015 recruiting class in an article from The Athletic um, based on developing players and said that, you know, from that, um, Troy was a top 20 class in 2015 based on, you know, the development of players and how they turned out by the end of their career. And he said that's one big thing they kind of pride themselves on as developing players, as you heard him say in that quote. So I think, you know, as I said, Matt Moore's an excellent hire. West Virginia's offensive line um, is in for an improvement, I do believe, under his tutelage. And I think that uh, can't say enough about landing Matt Moore. Uh, really big gift for West Virginia. And I um, think he's going to fit in well in Morgantown. Um, then let's talk about West Virginia's other co-offensive coordinator now. 
and the other co-offensive coordinator that West Virginia has announced is Chad Scott. Now, Chad Scott will be West Virginia's co-offensive coordinator as well as the running backs coach. So um, if you're counting, that's four running backs coach in four years for Kennedy McCoy and Martell Petaway. But, you know, I think that they're good enough players that that's not going to really affect them, and that's kind of par of the course for them now. They don't know what it's like to have a uh, running backs coach two years in a row at this point. So, you know, it's nothing new to them. But Chad Scott, I think, is a good hire for West Virginia. Yet again, he's a guy that has experience with Neil Brown. And, you know, coaching the running backs, he's done that pretty much throughout most of his career. The past couple of years, he uh, got away from that position, but now he's he's going back to it. And he'd actually, as we mentioned in, in the article, when we uh, detailed his hiring in a previous episode of a podcast, he was actually heading to Louisville this year to be their running backs coach. So either way, he was going to be a running backs coach. But when Neil Brown and West Virginia came calling, he decided to spur in Louisville and head to Morgantown. So Chad Scott, another good hire running backs coach, and co-offensive coordinator. And as far as what Neil Brown had to say about Chad Scott, Coach Brown says, Chad and I have been together at a number of stops, and he will be a great fit on our coaching staff. He has experience in the SEC, Big 12, ACC, and Sunbelt, along with being a tireless recruiter. He's been a part of some prolific offenses during his tenure, and his ability as a teacher and coach will be an outstanding addition to our staff. Chad will do a great job for us. So, again, great praise from uh, Coach Brown. And as I've referenced, a lot of these guys known as excellent recruiters and Chad Scott fits that mold. And so let's hear um, a little bit from Chad Scott now, West Virginia's new running backs coach and co-offensive coordinator. This is just Coach Brown. You can be quite honest with you. know, He's given me opportunities throughout my career to help me, uh, you know, uh, to grow and, and develop. And, you know, in places we worked at, at uh, Texas Tech and University of Kentucky. So, you know, I, I felt just, you know, getting the call from him and him helping me and a lot. You know, all the things he's done to help me in my career, you know, I thought it was right to, you know, be able to come here with him and, and help him win here at WVU. As you're forming opinions about people in the position, what do you think you have or what do you know you have? Well, I'm really excited about the group. Uh, Obviously, got, some, got a lot of experience. Uh, be honest with you, with all the group, you know, they've all played at some point in time, and uh, even uh, even the young guys have played, you know, ample amount of time. And uh, so you got you got some experience, you got some youth, and you got some guys. They all got size, you know. It's be honest with you, it's phenomenal group. It's just tough right now getting outside of the past to, to just pinpoint weaknesses right now. You know what I mean? But it's a lot of stress that come with it. Been very forced to take over a really good athletic group. So as you can hear in that first quote, he's really talking about what uh, made him come to West Virginia and, you know, choose not to go to Louisville. And he references Coach Brown, you know, as one of the main reasons. He felt like this was a better opportunity, but he said he also feels like it was the right thing to do for him to come uh, with Coach Brown, a guy who really helped him a lot in his career and try and help him win some games here at WVU. And uh, referencing wins at WVU is something a lot of these assistants do, and that, that really makes you excited. And then also... He goes on to uh, mention the running back specifically about how excited he is about the group and references how much size they all have and that it's phenomenal that every all four of them have experience. And so I think he's really excited about the running backs and that he was gifted with such an athletic group of running backs and, and in great running back room. And I think that um, they'll do great under new running backs coach Chad Scott. So let's go on to another offensive assistant. Let's talk about the guy that's going to be trying to mold West Virginia's quarterbacks, and he's going to be in the middle of a quarterback competition right away, a three-man competition between Jack Allison, Austin Kendall, and Trey Lowe. And that man will be Sean Reagan, 
Sean Reagan will be West Virginia's quarterbacks coach. And yet again, that continuity aspect. He comes from Troy, where he was at with Neil Brown previously. And, you know, a lot of these other coaches were as well. I believe five of these assistants were at uh, Troy with Troy with Neil Brown, rather. And uh, Sean Reagan fits that mold. He was also um, at Texas Tech when Neil Brown was there. And, you know, he's pretty much been at Troy ever since then coaching quarterbacks. And, you know, this past season was a co-offensive coordinator at Troy and a quarterbacks coach. So, um, Troy's had some good quarterbacks under his uh, under his leadership, and I uh, think that West Virginia will be no different. I think he'll get a lot out of these guys, and you know, um, hopefully he'll make the right choice in the quarterback competition. He's going to be uh, coaching these guys up, and uh, we'll see what he can do. But you know, Sean Reagan will be West Virginia's quarterbacks coach, and uh, let's uh, hear what Coach Brown had to say. Coach Brown says we welcome Sean and his family to West Virginia to be a part of Mountaineer football family. Well, he was on the staff at Troy, and we worked together at Texas Tech. He did an outstanding job with our quarterbacks. We had several passers who played at a high level due to Sean's development of them. He is a great addition to our staff. So yet again, another assistant receiving high praise from Coach Brown, and you can't say enough about that. And, you know, yet again, the continuity. He's been with Coach Brown many, many years, knows what he wants, especially out of the quarterback position, and that's only going to make West Virginia's offense better, I do believe. So excited about Sean Reagan as well, and let's hear from him now in a couple quotes from his interview. You know, I mean, I haven't seen one of them throw the football forward yet, so um, we're just doing workouts and stuff, but, you know, I think there's going to be a pretty good competition there. I'm excited. What, uh, what qualities does it take for a quarterback to be successful in this system? Well, you know, one thing is you got to love the game. You know, you can't, you got to study film on your own and not be told to study it. That's the most important thing. The next thing is you got to be able to throw the football. You know, um, it's hard to play quarterback in a pass happy offense if you're not a successful passer. Um, one of the qualities we look for is outside of being a, what we call a football junkie, is having a quick release. You know, I, I think that goes a long way. You know, I think it, and when you talk to Coach Moore, he'll tell you, I think a quarterback that can get the ball out quick, you know, helps the O-line, and an O-line helps quarterback out as far as the sacks goes. But you want a quick release, you want a strong arm, but between the ears is a big factor. So first and foremost, you hear um, him answer a question about the quarterbacks themselves and, um, you know, being the offseason, just in offseason workouts, he hasn't even seen them throw the football yet, so not too much to add there. But then he goes on to uh, reference what he likes in a quarterback and what um, Coach Neil Brown and, and, you know, him like together for the offense as a whole. You know, the main thing that you hear them reference is being a what they call a football junkie, which means not only are you watching film when you have to, but you're walking, watching film on your own time, and you're watching film because you want to and you want to learn more about the game. And then he also references a quick release and a strong arm are important, but he said the main thing is, you know, in between the ears, you know, being a football junkie and having the right mindset to play quarterback. So, you know, if you're wondering what they may be looking for in this competition, that really gives you a little insight um, into what they're thinking and what they're um, looking for from these quarterbacks. So having said that, two more assistants left to go over on the offensive side. Um, let's start with uh, Xavier Dye, who was the last assistant added for West Virginia. And Xavier Dye will be the West Virginia Mountaineers wide receivers coach. Um, what Xavier comes from Clemson. 
where he was um, there the past two seasons. You know, the reigning national champion, Clemson Tigers. He um, was their uh, gra- a graduate assistant, but he also helped coach the wide receivers as a graduate assistant the past two seasons. And if you know anything about Clemson's wide receivers, they've been excellent those seasons. So that really speaks volumes. Um, came highly recommended from Coach Dabo Sweeney, and um, that's arguably the best coach in the business. So can't say enough about that. You know, he also has compared – Coach Neil Brown, as many have, to Dabo Sweeney. And, you know, that speaks volumes coming from him, a guy who has been with Dabo Sweeney basically his entire career. Not only did he coach with him, but he played for Dabo when Dabo was the wide receivers coach at Clemson as Xavier Dye played wide receiver from Clemson from 2007 to 2010. And so that's excellent, um, you know, praise for Coach Neil Brown, as well as the fact of Xavier Dye coming highly recommended by Coach Sweeney, so I think he's going to do an excellent job um, coaching West Virginia's wide receivers here going forward in the future. So um, let's hear what Coach Brown had to say, and uh, Coach Brown says, Xavier is a young coach who brings a lot of energy and enthusiasm with him to work every day. He has built an outstanding reputation in a short period of time and comes highly recommended. He has worked hard to prepare himself for this position at West Virginia, and um, starting at the high school level and then the past couple years on the staff at Clemson. So um, Xavier was, you know, uh, offensive coordinator at the high school level, actually, before he got the graduate assistant job at Clemson. So he has some experience coaching offense, and he knows offense as well. So um, that's big, and um, I think you can't say enough about getting a guy that knows a championship environment and comes highly recommended from arguably the best coach in the business. So that's good, and I'm excited about the hire of Xavier Dye. And uh, let's hear what he himself had to say in his interview on February 18th. You know about the receivers you have here now? A little bit. You know, I've been able to spend a couple, you know, days with them, you know, just talking with them, one-on-one meetings and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm still trying to learn them and all that and hopefully uh, build a great relationship with these guys so they can go out there and play hard for you. But, you know, the tradition here, um, you know, it's a great place, a great football town or state. You know, so um, I know the, the fans really love, you know, West Virginia. And, you know, we want to keep that going because, you know, we want to make football fun and exciting for the state of West Virginia. So as you can hear there in the couple quotes from the Mountaineers' new wide receiver coach, um, they also asked him, as, you know, they asked Sean Reagan about um, if he, you know, got to really um, – know anything about these receivers and you know he says a little bit you know he's met them one-on-one trying to get to know them personally because he feels like that's a big aspect is you know build a good relationship so they'll go out and play hard but um you know the thing that he goes on to talk about what drew him to West Virginia you know tradition and you know great football state and that you know the fans really love this team and they want to help that because they want the place to be fun and exciting for the football fans and I think that's excellent um attitude to have as a coach you know really referencing the fans and I think that's what impressed me about a lot of things you hear from these coaches that they really reference the fans they reference the tradition of West Virginia the blue collar mentality and it seems like all of these coaches really get it and I can't speak enough about the staff that Neil Brown has put together and I really think they're going to do great and I'm excited about West Virginia's new wide receivers coach Xavier Dye and then last but certainly not least is a man with a very familiar last name, and that is Travis Trickett. And Travis Trickett will serve as West Virginia's inside receivers and tight ends coach. Um, you know, that name sounds familiar. Um, Clint Trickett, West Virginia's former starting quarterback, 2013 and 2014 seasons, as well as his father, Rick Trickett, who was West Virginia assistant at a couple different stints and one of West Virginia's better offensive line coaches 
of all time, really, and in recent memory, and he's been a great coach everywhere else he has went to uh, Florida State and, you know, many other places. Rick Trickett's a very highly regarded coach. So Travis Trickett, son of Rick Trickett, brother of Clint Trickett, will serve as West Virginia's inside receivers and tight ends coach. And another excellent hire for West Virginia because I think he's a great recruiter, young guy, a lot of energy, like a lot of these guys are. But he also is a guy that's been offensive coordinator, you know, since 2012, basically. He was offensive coordinator at Samford, then at FAU, and then most recently the past couple years at Georgia State. So getting a guy that's been a coordinator for West Virginia to come be a position coach and, you know, join this staff is another excellent hire. You can't say enough about West Virginia doing that. You know, more than once in this staff is luring a guy who'd previously been a coordinator to come be a position coach at West Virginia. And I think that uh, West Virginia ties really sold Travis Trickett back to Morgan. I don't think he loves, you know, the, the school it's, itself, you know. So, you know, a couple of guys with West Virginia ties, one on each side of the ball, and Jamal Adai and Travis Trickett on the offense. So, good hire on Travis Trickett. Going to do a good job coaching the tight ends, I believe. And, you know, he has a lot of pieces to work with there. Javonni Haskins coming back, a few freshmen that redshirted. So I think that there's potential there for him. And let's hear what uh, Coach Brown had to say in regards to the hire. Coach Brown says, Travis has West Virginia roots, comes from a Mountaineer family, and started his coaching career here in Morgantown. He brings years of experience with him from various stops, including several years as an offensive coordinator, and has proven to be successful at developing players as a recruiter. And as a recruiter, rather. So, yet again, high praise from Coach Brown. He references the offensive coordinator um, history of Travis Trickett as well and his great job developing players, which is something you've heard from about all of these coaches as they really focus on developing the players, which is awesome. Awesome attitude to have. And, you know, yet again, another good recruiter, which you can't say enough about. So, let's hear from the man himself, West, Virginia, West Virginia's new inside receivers and tight ends coach. Travis Trickett. Well, I'm going to control the inside receivers and the tight end position, right? So, right now, like I was telling before, is, you know, we're just spending a lot of time getting to know these guys, okay? That's one thing Coach Brown, Coach Brown's very organized. He is a guy that says, look, this is what I want. This is what I expect out of our players, our staff, our support staff. There's no grace, all black and white. We, we just want to take it one section of the year at a time. So, right now, the focus is, is off-season workouts. Let's develop them. Let's set the Mountaineer mentality. Let's set... Uh, the Mountaineer way of doing things. Let's let's define what the total Mountaineer is, okay, so our guys can become that. And that's one thing that Coach Brown does a phenomenal job of. So that first quote I really like when he references um, that Coach Brown has a plan and he's very detail-oriented as far as what he wants from his players, what he wants from the coaching staff, what he wants from the support staff. And, you know, says there's no really no gray area. It's black and white. You know, we do this and this and this. And I think that's great that he's really down to the, you know, little littlest detail, the smallest detail, the most minuscule detail. Coach Brown has a plan for everything, and that's awesome. That's what you want from guys trying to build your program. So, and like many of these assistants, um, praise for Coach Brown from Travis Trickett. And, you know, yet again, Travis Trickett, you know, he's a guy that has history with West Virginia, so he probably knows this more than others. But he references that Mountaineer mentality, and I like what he says about, um, you know, building the Mountaineer mentality, the Mountaineer way of doing things, and defining what the total Mountaineer is so the players can try and be, uh, become that, and that uh, Coach Brown is doing a phenomenal job of that. So, you know, all of these coaches definitely get it. Uh, Coach Brown definitely gets it. And um, I think that um, I can't say enough about this staff. And, you know, Coach Brown, when he was hired, said he wanted to take the time 
not to hire these guys fast, but to make the right hires. He wanted to get it correct more than he wanted to get it done. And I think you can definitely say that he has done that. You know, you got guys he has experience with in the past that some followed him from Troy, some he has coached with many years. You have young guys with a lot of energy. You have guys that are regarded as great recruiters. You have guys with experience within the conference, and you have guys that know WVU personally having been here. So really, you know, this staff just looks awesome top to bottom, I do believe. I think you can't say enough about the staff that Neil Brown put together and uh, really excited about the future of West Virginia football and, and what they're building. And so can't say just, just can't say enough about it, you know. But there they are. We've met the assistants. You've heard what Coach Brown had to say about them. You've heard from them themselves even. So, um, you know, if you want to know a little bit more about uh, the recruiting areas, uh, contract details, as I said, check out that article at almostheavenathletics.com. Um, that'll pretty much do it here for this um, off-season West Virginia football update from us here at the Country Roads webcast. I uh, really appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, I love Mountaineer Nation. Hope you guys love what we do here as well. Um, follow us on Twitter at WVU Country Roads. Um, follow Almost Heaven Athletics on Twitter at AH Athletics WV, and then like them on Facebook as well, Almost Heaven Athletics. Um, as far as the podcast, you know, be sure and. Uh, rate us review subscribe to us and share us you know spread the word as we try and grow this uh podcast even further and gain even more listeners you know that are fans of west virginia athletics and mountaineer football and so i really do appreciate that you can find us apple podcast google podcast spotify pocket cast soundcloud you know wherever you take in your podcast you can find the country roads webcast so um, please subscribe to us and, and share us on there and um, can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. So, um, you know, as more as the offseason continues, there will certainly be more um, updates coming from us here at the Country Roads webcast. Um, one more thing I do want to add. Um, forgot to mention this in the news portion. Um, the spring game time and date has been set. April 13th at 1 p.m. will be the um, spring game this year. So uh, that probably puts spring practice starting sometime in March. Um no official date on that yet. When um, that comes available, we'll announce that here on the Country Roads webcast as well. But, um, yeah, all season moving along. And um, West Virginia has uh, almost a full recruiting class. Still three spots left. As those get filled, we'll uh, let you know of that on the podcast as well. But West Virginia does have a complete coaching staff, and we now know what their positions will be. So, in closing, I'll just run those down for you one more time. Offensive assistants. Matt Moore, co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Chad Scott, co-offensive coordinator and running backs coach. Sean Reagan, quarterbacks coach. Xavier Dye, wide receiver coach. Travis Trickett, inside receivers and tight ends coach. And then on the defensive side, you've got Vic Coning, defensive coordinator. Jordan Leslie, defensive line coach. Al Pogue, outside linebackers coach. Blake Siler, inside linebackers coach. And Jamile Adai, secondary coach. And then, of course, all under the tutelage of the new West Virginia head football coach, Neil Brown. So really excited about this staff, really excited about Coach Brown and um, the program that they're planning to build here in Morgantown. Sounds like they have a great plan. Sounds like everybody's bought in. Everybody's getting along well. And um, really excited about this staff. So that's it, guys. You've met the assistants and heard a little bit about uh, what Coach Brown had to say about them and then heard a little bit of quotes from them from their interviews as well. So assistants are hired. 
their titles are now known, and um, we're moving right through the West Virginia football offseason. Spring ball will be here before we know it, and then the spring game and get a look at this team finally. So having said that, that will wrap us up here on the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and until next time, Let's go, Mountaineers. Country Road.